the topic of the shear that we are going to be talking about today is not strictly related to uh, Sukkot, but um, it's definitely related to Yom Tov in general, and it is still something that is relevant to living as a Yid, and therefore we're going to be speaking about it. And that is a discussion about the use of electricity, electrical appliances, uh, and the like on Shabbos. Um, now, obviously, there are many ways we could go about discussing this topic, and there's also many uh, nuances and specific details that apply to each uh, appliance or t uh, electrical, um, whatever it is that a person is using, and each one might have their own nuances and different halachas. What we're going to be talking about today is taking a more high-level approach, um, meaning discussing generally the principles of the usage of electricity on Shabbos and by extension Yom Tov. Yom Tov is basically the same with a few uh, minor details. And we're not going to get into the specifics of, um, you know, different particular fridges, uh, you know, phones, computers, etc. Um, so that's just one point to be aware of. In other words, each of these individual appliances or electrical pieces could have its own shear, but we're going to sort of zoom out and take the broad view. Um, the way this shear is going to be broken up is that we're going to do it in two sections. The first section of the shear is going to be a discussion about electrical appliances that have some sort of heating element. Um, for example, an urn, a hot plate, an incandescent light bulb. These are things that heat up on that heat up when turned on. That's the first part of the discussion. Those items are um, more clearly problematic on Shabbos. Um, so we're going to start with that. And then we'll move on to discuss the all other type of electrical appliances, um, ones that do not have any, uh, you know, element that particularly gets heated up. Um, for example, uh, fans, uh, LED light bulbs that, you know, most people have nowadays, etc. All right, let us begin. All right. So again, so that's the, that's the structure of the shear. Let's jump right in. So, so by now, you know, the world today looks very different than it did to 150, 200 years ago. 200 years ago, you know, electricity was just becoming a, a new phenomena. Whereas today, electricity is everywhere and probably the most uh, clear uh, difference between Shabbos and the weekday for a frumid is the refraining from using electricity. Right. That's, you know, you say to somebody, you know, what does it mean to keep Shabbos? You can't turn on a computer. You can't use your phone, etc. These are all things that are relatively in the halachic literature. These are newer phenomena and they were not discussed by the Shulchan Aruch and the Rishonim, the Gemara, etc. Now, obviously, we're going to explore the Gemara and the Rishonim and extrapolate the principles that um, 
again, the Rishonim and the post can give us and apply that to the usage of electricity, but it is still an important point to bring out that this whole discussion is a relatively new discussion, and therefore much of the debate about it happened uh, basically from the late 1800s all the way until um, today, where there is still raging uh, discussions and debates about these matters. Okay, so as I mentioned before, the first thing we're going, the first part of this year is going to be on appliances that is going to be regarding appliances that actually have a heating element, something that gets hot. So, for example, an urn, a hot plate, um, an electric radiator, you know, maybe some people have those in those houses. And more classically, and this is where it really started to come up in the post-game, the discussion about incandescent light bulbs. So, by now, uh, at least, you know, most people in most homes use LED bulbs, but definitely uh, 2030 and, and definitely before that, the bulbs that people would use for light were incandescent light bulbs. And I'm no electrician, electrician by any stretch of the imagination. But um, just to explain very simply, the way an incandescent light bulb works is that there is a small metal wire filament in the bulb and that gets very hot. And when that gets, it gets red hot and um, as, a, as a, a product of it getting so hot, it emits light. So the question is, is this heating up of this wire uh, filament, this little metal wire, is that considered, according to Halacha, lighting a fire, right? One is not striking a match. But one is bringing a piece of metal to an extremely hot temperature, if I remember correctly, you know, inside of an incandescent light bulb, it could be about 4,000 degrees, it's red hot. And the question is, would that be considered to be lighting a fire? And if it is, then that would for sure be also on Shabbos, because we know that one of the 39 malachas is maver, one is not allowed to light a fire on Shabbos. Okay, so that's what we're going to explore for the next few minutes. So again, just to keep the seder of, of the shear, we are splitting the shear into two parts. One is going to be a discussion about electrical appliances that heat up, primarily light bulbs, but the same thing could be applied to urns, hot plates, and that's what we're discussing now. And the second part of the shear, we'll move on to discuss things that do not get hot. All right, so the point is, so we have this question of whether heating metal is going to a very, very high temperature, at which point it turns red hot, it starts to give off light. Would that be considered lighting a fire? So the truth is, is that this question of whether heating metal up on Shabbos is allowed or prohibited is a very big, is a very big discussion. As if I, I think I would, off the top of my head, there's four places in the Gemara where it talks about this. And it relates also to the malacha of bishul, of cooking, because if the metal is being softened, that could also be a problem of cooking. But the point is, let's go through one of these sources, or the primary one as it relates to our discussion, and see where we get. So, the Gemara in Psochim and Dafayin Hay talks about the Korban Pesach. The halacha is that the Korban Pesach needs to be roasted, it has to be roasted directly by fire. It cannot be heated up through any intermediary. It has to be roasted specifically directly on fire, by fire. And the Gemara records the opinion 
of Rabbi Huda Hanasi, who says that one is allowed to roast the Korban Pesach on coals, even though coals, uh, you know, unless you fan them, you do not see um, a fire, red hot coals, you don't see, you know, every once in a while you see a tongue of flame. But in general, when you look at coals, you don't see fire. So perhaps coals should not be considered fire. Nevertheless, Rabbi Huda Anasi says one is allowed to roast the carbon Pesach on top of coals, which tells us that coals are exactly, are considered, for all intents and purposes, are considered fire. All right. So now, there is a machloikas in the Gemara based on this um, based on this ruling of Rabbi Huda Nasi between Avchista and Ravina as to whether this principle of heating up, uh, of being allowed to roast the carbon Pesach on coals applies only to wooden coals. You know, if you take a, a log of wood and you burn it to the point that it becomes a coal or even to a metal coal. What would a metal coal be? Basically just very, very hot metal. So, um, if you have, let's say, an electric uh, burner, you know, where you turn it on, it gets super duper hot, it gets red hot. Would that be, is that also considered fire? In other words, if a piece of metal gets incredibly hot to the point that it becomes red hot and it effectively becomes like a coal, is that considered, would Rabbi Huda Hanasi permit that as well? In other words, is is a metal coal, is a, a piece of metal which is heated up so much is that also considered being roasted directly on fire? And the application for us would be that if it is, well, then we see that heating up a piece of metal is akin to lighting a fire, and therefore it would be forbidden on Shabbos to do such a thing, meaning it would be forbidden to turn on a light bulb, an incandescent light bulb, which, again, has this heating up a metal wire filament, and that would be awesome. So it's a machloik, again, as I said, it's a machloik in the Gemara of Chista holds that no, only wooden coals are allowed to be used, whereas metal is not considered to be directly fire, and therefore one is not allowed to roast the carbon Pesach by application uh, when it comes to what we're talking about in a, um, turning on a light bulb, it would not be an issue of um, maver, of lighting a fire, and the truth is there are some of the Rishonim who do rule like Rav Chista, uh, the Urayim, they hold that burning metal does not have the status of fire, and therefore, according to them, um, there would be no isur of maver, of lighting a fire or extinguishing one uh, when one turns on an incandescent light bulb. However, the consensus, so, th however, so that is one opinion. However, the consensus amongst the Poiskim um, is to rule the Bahag, Rabbi Nuchananel, etc., is to rule like Ravina, who Ravina argues with Rav Chista, and Ravina holds that no, in fact, heating up metal coals is the same as heating up wooden coals, meaning metal that is heated to the point of being red hot is considered an actual fire. Ubermele, as it relates to turning on a light bulb, an incandescent light bulb on Shabbos, it would be Usr. Now, now it would be Usr, um, based on the principle of, um, it would be based also based on the principle of um, lighting a fire on shops. Now, there is another opinion which is worth mentioning, which is the shita of the rived, uh, and perhaps also the rambam. I'm not going to get into. We're not going to get into the rambam because the rambam implies two different things in two different places. But we'll just stick with the rived for now, which is that heating metal to an extremely hot temperature is not an issue of mave. Is not an issue of 
lighting a fire, but is rather an issue of mevashel, which means cooking, because the 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 at its core the uh, conceptual understanding of the idea of cooking something on Shabbos is softening it. So if one heats up metal to the point that it softens, that would actually, in other words, it's so, it's so hot it softens. That would be an issue of mevashel. And there are, in fact, some poiskim who do rule like the Rav the Chazanish was one of them who held that turning on an incandescent light bulb is oser medoraisa on Shabbos, but not for the reason of mavim, not because one is lighting a fire, but rather for the reason of mevashel, one is, con- one is considered to be effectively cooking the metal, and therefore it is oser. The point is, whether or not one learns like the Chazen Ish based on the Rivet, or one learns like the majority of the other post game in line with Bahag and Rabbeinu Hananel, it would come out that we rule like Ravino, that heating up a metal, a piece of metal on, on, is, is akin to lighting a fire, and therefore it is going to be forbidden to do so midday raisa. And therefore it would come out that um, turning on such an, uh, 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 an appliance on Shabbos, again, whether it's a, a, a urn or a hot plate, anything that, or, or an incandescent light bulb, would be an isur midday raisa, would be osur midday raisa. Um, Okay. The same thing would apply to extinguishing it, right? We know that in addition to one of the 39 forbidden activities on Shabbos being mavir, being lighting a fire, one is also not allowed to extinguish a fire. So turning off the appliance, turning off the light bulb would also be an issue midoraisa of mechaber, of extinguishing. Um, And therefore, these types of electrical appliances are the most strict and the most problematic when it comes to Shabbos. Again, there are some opinions who hold, who rule like Rav Chista, and uh, they say that metal is not considered fire. But again, the consensus amongst the poiskim is that it is considered fire, and whether one rules like the Chazanish, that it's Mavashil, or like the other poiskim, that it is Mavir, it would definitely be also to turn it on on Shabbos, and if one holds that it's an issue of Maver, it would also be an issue, um, and, and by extension, it's also also to extinguish it. Um, by the way, just anecdotally, based on this idea that an incandescent light bulb has the status of a fire, there are some who say that when it comes to Havdollah, I'm just bringing out the point over here, there are some who say that when it comes to Havdollah, one is allowed to use an incandescent light bulb for Havdalah because you're effectively lighting a fire. And there's even, if I remember correctly, the Piske Tshuva Springs that Reb Chaim Oizer, um, Kredzinski, used to, sorry, apologize, he used to light a um, an incandescent light bulb on for Havdalah just to bring out, to show everybody that such a thing, in fact, does have the status of fire. All right, fun. So that's with regards to such um, to turning on such a, such electrical appliances that have heat uh, in them. Now, what about turning them off? Uh, again, it would be a problem. It's also a problem. However, it is possible that even if one holds that 
uh, heating up a piece of metal to a very hot temperature uh, would be considered, mav would be considered lighting a fire. It is still possible that extinguishing it would not be an issue based on the implication from the Gemara in Shabbos, where the Gemara implies that extinguishing wood is more severe than extinguishing metal. But the point is, it's definitely at least going to, extinguishing is definitely at least going to be an Isidoraisa and perhaps, um, um, perhaps an Isidorabonon. Sorry, uh, turning it on is definitely an Isidoraisa. Turning it off is definitely also as well. Um, perhaps Doraisa, but Epsilon Mizalman and others hold the Arabavadi also that it is Osir Midrabon. So it's definitely still Osir, but it's only Osir Midrabon. Okay, I hope that was clear. That is the end of the first part of the Shia. That's more straightforward. The discussion regarding electrical appliances that have some sort of heating element in them and the issues that are contained therein. Let's move on now to talk about electrical appliances that have no such um, heating element. Nothing gets heated up. So for example, a fan, an air conditioner, an LED light, etc. The question is, is there a problem? And if there is, what is it with activating such a, uh, a device on Shabbos? Okay, so there are many different um, opinions on this, many different schools of thought. Uh, as to what the issue would be. The general consensus amongst the Poiskim is that it's definitely Osir. The only question is why, um, which is an interesting idea, but it is seen elsewhere in Halacha. In other words, we know turning on Alex Ramoshe Ratzis in Rechaim Chalak Dalad, Ramoshe Ratzis is definitely Osir, whether it's which Malacha it is, you know, it's, it's not exactly clear, but it's definitely Osir. So let's go through the different opinions as to what the issues with electricity are, and then we'll summarize them at the end. Okay, the first and most stringent opinion with regards to the issue of using electrical appliances that again, have no heating element. So now Mavir or Mavashel would, are not relevant anymore. You're not lighting a fire, you're not cooking anything, you're not heating up metal. So the most stringent opinion would be that doing such a thing turning on an electrical appliance is an issue of the malacha of boine, which means building. This is the shita of the chazanish and others as well. And it is generally accepted to be um, one of the primary issues for um, why electricity is also on Shabbos. Now, why would turning on something that's electric be an issue of boine? Because, says the chazanish, because when one turns on a switch, they are effectively completing the electrical circuit, which is allowing the current to flow through that circuit. And that's considered to be building a Kaylee. You have now built a Kaylee. You've now built an electrical thing. You've, you've uh, something that wasn't built before. Now you've built it, you've completed it. And now you have an entire um, electrical appliance. Now this, so that's the opinion. The opinion is that it's an issue of boine, and by extension, extinguishing it would also be a problem of soisin, of destroying, right? Because those are parallel malachas and shabbos. You're not allowed to build, you're not allowed to destroy. Now, this is qu quite an interesting opinion, 
and it would appear to be difficult on its surface because generally the the issue and the issue of boina does not apply to kalim does not apply to items it only applies to building you know in the ground uh, building you know structures but building um you know if i put together a chair on shabbos whether or not it's permitted or not it's not considered boina generally speaking it's based on the shit of who we rule like so it is an interesting application of the malach of boina to say that turning on an electrical current and completing that current, uh, which now allows electricity to flow through, is considered boiner. However, the Chazanish holds that based, if one looks in the Gemara, that there are, when the Gemara lists examples of, of boiner on Shabbos, the Gemara does seem to include certain cases of building even kalim um, to, be, to fall within the framework and the Isser of boiner, for example, the Gemara talks about um, Shabbos Daf Kuf The Gemara says that Rav holds that fixing a handle onto a water onto a metal watering can is considered a problem of boina. So there is some precedent to say that um, completing an electrical current, which basically constitutes the building of a complete keli, is considered osur. Um, as a result of the prohibition of boina. Now, I would point out just parenthetically that there are some shittas who understood the Chazanish to be saying that there is an issue of completing the circuit even if it's off, which would mean it would be forbidden to flick a light switch on on Shabbos even if it's not going to work or to turn on a battery-operated uh, you know, appliance even if there are no batteries in it because one is still completing the circuit in some in some extent in other words it could be considered boiner you're building that circuit is there electricity flowing through it no but to some extent you're building you are building it there are samuel hodakta but zalman orbach who we're going to be discussing him um uh, at length throughout the course of the rest of this year he was a very big expert uh on the halachas of electricity and he wrote uh, a lot about it famously he wrote um I guess you could call it a contrast called Maoire Ace. This is, you know, back in uh, 1935, if I remember correctly. And then later also in his, in Minchas Shloime, in his uh, book of response, he dedicates a, uh, um, in Chelek Aleph, uh, Yud Aleph, he dedicates a, a very large uh, portion of it to electricity. And he, Rabbi Shloime Zalman says that, the, that that's not, that was never the intention of the Chazan Ish. And he actually said that the Chazan Ish wrote a letter to him personally saying that the his issue, the Chazan Ish's issue uh, of electricity being a problem of Boina only applies when there is actual electrical current. In other words, it's, it's, it's actually working because then when it's giving the electrical current uh, life, whereas if it's just off, there's no battery, it's not going to work. You know, the, switch, the main switch is turned off. That's not going to be a problem. The point is that's parenthetically. But again, the, the consensus is that this problem only applies when it's actually on. So the idea is that it's considered boiner because by completing, by flicking the switch, which completes the circuit, that is considered building a Kaylee. Now, mentioned Rav Shalom Azalman before, mention him again and, and, and just lay out what, 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 uh, what he did, that he um, 
again, he wrote a lot about electricity and he took various issues with different uh, opinions, etc., as to what the issue with electricity was. So as to the Chazan Isha's claim that uh, turning on an electrical appliance on Shabbos is an issue of Boine, the Shlomo Zalman writes, he takes issue with that and he says that, that in his opinion, he doesn't understand why this should be any different from simply connecting putting two pipes of water together and allowing the water to flow through. You know, that's not, that's never considered building, right? You have the um, electrons that exist in the wire before it's completed. And when you complete the circuit, you're just simply creating the, the voltage that's allowing them to flow. But that's never considered a, a boiner, right? turning on a tap of water, which is, a, a, a you know, allowing the water to flow through he argues is effectively the same thing as flicking a light switch on Shabbos, and therefore there should definitely be no issue of boiner. Um, furthermore, he also says that's that's one issue that he has, and another issue he has that uh, he says the turning, the flicking of a switch is such a a, a simple action, and it's performed so regularly that. Um, it cannot be considered building something new. It just has to be looked at as using it, right? You don't build a new Kaylee every... Building is something that happens once. You don't keep building, destroying, building, destroying, building, destroying, building, destroying. That's that's not how building works. Therefore, he argues with, with this understanding, the Chazanish, and the understanding that turning on an electrical appliance would be an issue of Boina by saying that, in his opinion, um, he doesn't see how it could be boiling. Again, it's simply just allowing the passage of uh, of the electricity to flow through it, similar to putting turning on a tap or putting two you know pipes of water together, and that should not be the issue. Now, again, it's important to point out that even though Rabbi Shlomo did argue and argue um, quite um, vociferously and what would seem to be quite legitimately, nevertheless, this understanding of uh, of electricity being an issue of boina is still an accepted opinion by the poskim as to how they deal with it, uh, you know, and respond to those claims um, that will leave for another day. Okay, that's the first view as to what the issue with um, electricity on Shabbos is, uh, specifically these types of appliances that have no heating elements, the issue of boina. The next opinion is the opinion of, or, or uh, let, let, let me say it like this, would be that the issue of electricity is an issue of Makabapatish. We know that one of the 39 malachas is called Makabapatish, which literally means um, striking a hammer below. I see somebody just private messaging, just want to go back for a second, said that wouldn't, uh, that turning on an electrical current would be the same as closing a door, or uh, you know, and and Shlomo Zalman does say that, and we know closing a door is not considered boiner, and another issue that he took with uh, with the Chazanish. So yes, correct, correct for pointing that out. Um, so the point is again. So now we're dealing with the second issue. The second view is that it's makabapatish. Makabapatish is an is an isur on Shabbos, one of the third nine malachas, which is literally translated as striking with a striking the last hammer blow. But what it refers to generally colloquially is the putting the finishing touch on a Kaylee. So in the olden days, you would have a Kaylee and it was, was completely formed, it was ready to use. And the only thing it needed was one hammer blow to knock in all the, all the pieces into place. 
and then it would be ready for use. That's considered something which is also on Shabbos, uh, placing, again, placing the final touch on a utensil or on an object, that's considered Osir on Shabbos. So some say that the issue with electricity on Shabbos is an issue, is this issue, this issue of Makkabah Patish. Now, how would that be? Why would turning on an electrical appliance be considered um, be considered a Makkabah Patish? So there are some, there are different ways of understanding, but the way that I want to present, which I think is a, is a, is a, is a nice presentation, is the way Reb Osher Weiss uh, Shlita um, presents it, and he says as follows. He says, first of all, he says, it is clear, as I mentioned before in the beginning of the shit, it is clear that it's also to use electricity on Shabbos. He, he says it's like a bass coil. A voice from heaven came out and says, and said, electricity is also on Shabbos. In other words, it has been accepted in the uh, uh, from, in the halachic community that electricity is also on Shabbos. The only question is what specific is there is, but there's no question that it's definitely also. And again, as I mentioned before, Moshe also writes this idea that even if it's unclear, it's definitely also. So bearing this idea in mind as to, well, what exactly, there still has to be a source for this Isser. So he's, Rabbi Shirwai says as follows. He says, there's an interesting story that the Gemara brings in Yerushalmi. Gemara in Yerushalmi writes that Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish learned together for three and a half years, the seventh parak of Masech the Shabbos. This is the parak that talks about the 39 Malachas. And the, and the, and the, the Yerushalmi says that for every Av Malacha, they found, there's 39 of us, 39 Av Malachas, and for each one of those, they found 39 Tuldas. And the Tuldas that the, and this is what the Gemara says, that the Tuldas that they were able to apply to an Av, they did so. And the Tuldas that they found that they were not able to apply to a specific Av, they just classified under the general Malacha of Maccabapatis. So he says, so Rabbi says, 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 says let, let, let's understand what this Gemara is saying. The Gemara says, Rechon and Lakish sat down to learn Hilcha Shabbos. They explored the 39 Malachas and they came up with many, many, many different Tuldas. Then the Gemara says that once they knew what the Tuldas were, Tuldas are also Osir Midai Raisa, right? They're just what comes out of the Av. When they, once they found the Tulda, they then applied it to a specific Av. If they found an Av, good. If they didn't find an Av, they just, re- they just included it in the Isra of Maccabah So says Rabosha says, what does that mean? That's not how you, that, let's just think about it for a second. In general, the way we think about it is you take the Av, which is the source Malacha, and then you extend from that the Tuldas. What does it mean? They found a Tulda, in other words, they found something which is Osir and Shabbos, and then they, they sought which Av they could place it under the rubric of. And if they couldn't find it, uh, they just place it under Maccabah Patish. What, what, what does that mean? It, it, don't, it, are, are not oh, the only things which are forbidden in Shabbos the things that come out of the Ovis? And rather, says Sir Bashar Weiss, that in fact we see that there are actions, which again are not classified as Ovis, because there are only 30, 39 Ovis, but they're still classified as Tuldas, meaning they're Osimed Raisa, which by virtue of their being, they're having um, great uh, creative and productive power, you're really doing malacha, you're, you're achieving something on Shabbos, which are, are, are considered asr. Now, even if we cannot find a specific av for it, again, what we see from this Gemara is that there are certain things which are asr on Shabbos, even if they do not necessarily have a specific av which one can uh, connect them to. 
And if not, we just include them in the general category of uh, the, the bucket, so to speak, of Makebapatish. So therefore, says Rabbi Shewais, that's the same thing, that the complete the, the turning on of an electrical appliance is has such is is achieving something which is creative, which is considered productive, and therefore is definitely going to be considered forbidden on Shabbos. And as to which malach it's going to fall under, we are just going to, so to speak, dump it into this big makabapatish bucket uh, of things which we know are also on Shabbos, even though they do not necessarily, um, one cannot draw a straight line from a specific av to that issue that to that specific uh, action on Shabbos. And it is in general connected with what would appear to be a more expansive understanding of the Malacha of Makkah in the Yerushalmi. Uh, in other words, Makkah is not specifically striking the hammer blow and completing it. It could relate to, um, more broad, more broadly doing things which are creative, which are productive, finishing things off, and therefore electricity can be included in that bucket uh, and therefore would be usher as a result of of uh, of Makabapatish. Okay, so so that's the shita of Rabbi Asher Weiss and many others. Again, Rabbi Moshe also mentions this idea that it would be mak- that that potentially um, doing turning on electricity on Shabbos is an issue of Makabapatish. And um, with with Rabbi Asher Weiss's understanding of how it would fall uh, into the category of Makabapatish. Okay. Shlomo Zalman Orbach also took issue with this idea of saying that electricity should be asir on Shabbos based on the issue, based on the malacha of Makabapatish. And he says, first of all, he says that Makabapatish, it's really connected with what, in Shlomo Zalman's opinion, is the Talmud Bavli has a more restrictive understanding of the Malacha of Makkah which he understands is in opposition to the Talmud Yerushalmi. And we know that when it's the Machloik is Bavli and Yerushalmi, we paskin like the Bavli. So therefore he um, rejects the understanding of Rab Osher Weiss that we can look at Makkah in a very expansive way and therefore include things which are not exactly finishing off a keli um, because we paskin like the Bavli and uh, the Bavli does not look at Makkah so expansively, whereas, by the way, Rabbi Shirwais holds that it's not a Machlokas between the Bavli and the Yerushalmi. But more specifically, so that, that's broadly speaking his issue with this understanding of Makkah He says, based on the Bavli, uh, Makkah is a very specific Malacha of finishing off a Kali, uh, you know, striking the last hammer blow and, and the, the various ramifications of that, and electricity is just not one of them. Uh, so that's broadly. More specifically, he also does take other, you know, more uh, nuanced, uh, specific issues with the idea of saying that it should be Makkah Um He says, for example, that Makkah is only something that is a, that Al-Piyaloch Makkah is only something which is considered a Maisechoshev, a significant action, not a, a simple minor action. Flicking a light switch is not considered, uh, is not considered significant, it's not considered Maisechoshev, and therefore you cannot say it would be considered uh, Another issue he takes is that we know Makkah is only problematic 
um, if the effect of the action that you're doing has a key on what you're doing is a permanent action but if it's a temporary thing then it's not going to be pro it's not going to be uh and he says electricity is the same thing you don't flick the light switch on uh, it's not a permanent thing you know comes to the at night you're going to flick it back off or, or later on in the day you know the light switches are being constantly turned on and off and therefore you cannot say that electricity should be makabapatish another issue a third issue he takes is that we know makabapatish is generally only forbidden if it's something which is called maise uman which means the uh, the work of a professional uh, there is no in other words, it's a skilled uh, activity. There is no skill uh, or umnos, you know, uh, craftsmanship required uh, in flicking a light switch. You know, anybody can do it. And therefore, um, it, uh, it it cannot be considered to fall under the, the rubric of Makabapatis. So the point, and, and, and he says other things, but the point is just to, 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 to crystallize Rav Shlomo Zalman's uh, issue and his contention with understanding the turning on of electricity as an issue of Makabapatish and Shabbos. He says, first of all, uh, more broadly speaking, Makabapatish and Talmud Bavli is looked at way more restrictively than your Yerushalmi. And if you can't start, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't actually look at Makabapatish as this giant bucket that we could, you know, throw different activities into. And then he takes three specific issues as I mentioned before, one is it has to be a Maisa Choshev, one is it has to have a key and it has to be permanent, and one is that it has to be a Maisa Uman, uh, which flicking on a light switch is definitely neither um, of those three. Okay, that is the second view of of uh, of understanding why electricity and Shabbos would be usher, that of Makabapatis. The third view we're going to talk about is the view of the Beisitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak Shmelkes, was the Rav in Galicia, a very authoritative Poisek in the late 1800s. Uh, I believe it has been 1905, so early 1900s as well. And he presents an interesting opinion, which from the outset, I want to draw a distinction between this third view and the first two, which is the first two, if you look at, if you look at electricity as being an issue of boine or makabapatish, again, we're specifically talking about items that do not, Sorry, give me one second. I apologize. Um, when you're working from home, you know, things happen. Anyways, so just uh, recollecting my thoughts. Okay, so the, the, the main difference between whether we look at the turning on electricity as an issue of boine or makabapatish versus what we're about to see now in the Beisitzchak, that it's an issue of moilid, which I'll explain in a second, is that if we look at it as boine or makabapatish, it's going to be considered an iser de whereas if we look at it as moilid, it's going to be considered an iser de rabbonon, and therefore... Uh, there are major ramifications as to whether something's us on Shabbos, Midaraisa, Midarabonon. Um, there is so much more room for leniency when it comes to Dairaisa, Sofa Dirabon. Sorry, when it comes to Dirabon, Sofa Dirabon and Lakula, when it comes to health, hospitals, doctors, etc. These have ma major, major, major ramifications. I just want to lay that out from the outset. So the point is what, what actually does the Basitzchak say? The Basitzchak says 
that the problem with electricity, he posits that the problem of electricity on Shabbos is based on the Isidra Bonon called Moilid. Moilid literally means to give birth, but that's not what we're talking about. What it means is to generate something what that would appear to be new on Shabbos. For example, the famous example that the Gemara brings is that one is not allowed to crush a cup of ice and turn it into water on Shabbos because that is an Isidra Bonon of Moilid. It would appear to be that one is creating something new, right? You had ice before and now you have water and um, that's moilid. Another issue also, which the Gemara discusses, is to uh, perfume a garment. If one has a piece of clothing, a garment, to uh, perfume it up, doing you know whatever it is, to cause that to be a new smell in the garment that wasn't there before. That's considered moilid. That's considered um, generating something new on Shabbos because before you had ice, before you had just a, a, a you know regular garment, and now you have water, or now you have a garment that has the smell in it. The smell is something that didn't exist before, and and therefore um, it's going to be osir on Shabbos. And the Beis Yitzchak extends that the same thing to electricity, to, um, turning on an electrical appliance, causing the electric current to flow through it, would also be considered moilid because before that it was similar to a garment, right? Uh, they, which you then, if you inject the smell into it, that's an issue of moilid. It's the same thing. You have this, you have this, you know, switchboard or whatever it is, uh, you know, this um, circuit which is does not have electricity running through it. And when you flip the switch, you now start the electric current to flow through it. You cause it to flow through it, and therefore, you externally you have created something new on Shabbos, and that's also because of moilid on Shabbos. That's the sheet of the Beis Yitzchak. Now again, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach also took issue with this. And he says, he contends that, no, he says, Moilid applies specifically to when you bring, um, when you achieve something that externally looks new, right? If you crush a cup of ice, before it looked like ice. Now it looks like water. Even, uh, it, it looks like something new. And even when we talk about the Gemara's example, the, the second example of the Gemara, which is spraying perfume onto clothing, it's the same thing. Clothing isn't generally uh, a used for uh, for giving of, of smell. So when you, you know, in, inject the smell into the garment, and now it's like a, a smelling garment, that would seem to be a new entity, a, 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 new, uh, a, a new thing. However, when you just cause electricity to, uh, to flow in an appliance, you're just doing what it was designed for. This fan was designed to be turned on and for the electrical current to uh, to run through it and to spin. You're literally, you're using the, the item in the way that it was designed. You're not considered, uh, at least in Ibn Islam's opinion, to be um, to be achieving anything new. So he takes issue with the Beis Yitzchak in that he wants to, he understands that the concept of Moilet applies specifically to achieving something new, to achieving something novel. But when one turns on an electrical appliance, uh, yes, you're right. The current didn't flow through before, and now it is. But it's not anything novel. That's literally what electric electric appliances are designed for, and therefore one cannot say that it should be considered an issue of moilid. Another issue that Rishlam Zalman takes with saying that electricity is moilid is that he says that. I find this idea also perhaps 
in Marasayan, there's an aloha. He says, you cannot extend the Isser of Moilid to cases that were not mentioned in the Gemara. The, is, the Isser of Moilid is only is specific to the cases mentioned in the Gemara and nothing else. He, and he said, he can prove it. He says, we know that you're allowed to um, color water on Shabbos, right? You're allowed, if you have clear water, you pour a, uh, you know, grape juice into it or, or something, and, you know, turns the water purple. You're allowed to do that on Shabbos, but perhaps not. Perhaps it should be considered moilid. Till now, I had clear water. Uh, and now I have what, what would appear to be something new. I have, and I have now a purple uh, a purple liquid. But And we know that that's totally allowed. Why Why, why is that, says Because the Isser of moilid, the Isser Drabonan of moilid, only applies to that which the Gemara clearly forbids. But we on our own, even if it potentially makes sense to us, we're not allowed to extend the Isra of Moilid to um, new uh, issues and scenarios that come up. And so for those two reasons, again, one saying that um, turning on an electrical appliance is using it for the way it was designed, is using it for what it's meant for. And the second thing is um, um, extending... Sorry, um, we're not allowed. And the second reason being that we're not allowed to extend the Isra of Moilid to cases that were not mentioned in the Gemara. Rabbi uh, Shalom takes issue with the Beis Yitzchak, um, who understands the issue of electricity to be an Isra de Rabbonon of Moilid. Now, I would point out, very important to, to uh, as we're wrapping this year up, that even though Rabbi Shalom did take issue uh, with the Beis Yitzchak, and he holds him Ikeradin, fundamentally, there is no problem. Uh, he does not hold uh, that there's a problem of moilid when it comes to electricity. However, Mitzad, his derech eres, the Beis Yitzchak, he he um, concedes that we should be concerned for this issue of moilid, and therefore, even though Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, as we've seen throughout the course of this year, did take issue with each of the three views we brought out uh, when it comes to electricity. This is by no way to say that Rishlam Azam held his mutter. mutter. He held his osir, just like everybody else. And again, he is, you know, he doesn't, out of deference to the Beis Yitzchak, he holds that we should, um, he holds that we should say it's osir, uh, it's still osir Shabbos. And again, many of the other poets hold that it is an issue of Makabapatash, of Boina, etc. Um, okay, as we wrap this up, there are some other opinions as well. There's an issue that turning on electricity is an issue because it causes sparks, uh, and that would be an issue of, of fire. In other words, even if it's not an electrical, even if the electrical appliance does not um, does not have a heating element, but if it sparks, so then it's an issue of Mavir. But again, that's not really relevant nowadays when turning on most electrical appliances does not result in any sparking so that again, that may have been an issue, you know, a hundred years ago when it came up, um, but it would appear to be that nowadays this is not the issue as well. Um, all right, okay. So that basically sums up the three primary views uh, and counter views, so to speak, when it comes to the issue of why it's also to use electricity on Shabbos. So let's just summarize what we spoke about in the shear. So. Take two minutes. So what we spoke about, what we asked was whether or not, or, or we want to explore why electricity is also on Shabbos. We broke up the shear into two parts. One would be that uh, dealing with electrical appliances that actually do heat up. 
uh, and therefore there's potentially an issue of mavir, of lighting a fire, assuming uh, heating up metal very hot is considered mavir, or perhaps it's an issue of mavashel, but it's definitely an issue of raisa. Uh, and then we moved on to discuss elect to discuss electrical appliances that do not get heated up on Shabbos. Um, that do not sorry sorry that that uh, that there's no heating element, nothing gets hot, and we explored why that should be usher. And we went through three potential views: either that it's boina, it's considered completing the circuit, it's considered building the keli, or perhaps that it's considered makabapatish, um, because. Um, we look at Makabapatish expansively and anything that's considered creative or productive uh, enough would fall under that rubric. Or do we look at it as an issue of Moilet?